Hello and welcome to episode 224 of Fergo and the Freak. I'm that bloke from Rugby League Project, Andrew Ferguson. You can find me on Twitter, at AndrewRP. Join me as always is the splendid League Freak. You can find on Twitter, at League Freak. How you going there, mate? I'm good, Andrew. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. What's What's been going on? Not much. I feel like you've got something to say, though, hey? Well, I do. Yeah. But before I get there, you've got something to say about yeah. Manscaped. Well, Manscaped is fantastic. They've got the best technology if you want to shave your scrote. So if you go to manscaped.com and you put in our exclusive code for our listeners, which is NRL, not only do you get 20% off, but you get free shipping. You go there. I recommend the Lawnmower 3.0. Like, I call it the cutting edge, and there's a reason for that. Because if you want your balls so smooth that all the ladies will just be, like, dazzled by them. You get their lawnmower 3.0. They will love them. They'll be like, I just have to put them in my mouth. So go to manscaped.com, <laughs> put in the code NRL, 20% off. She'll have to. There we go. And on that note, um, let, let's get into this. Okay. You, you found an article yeah. lit- literally two minutes ago. Yeah. Please explain explain the uh, contents of this article. Well, uh, I want to I want to have a yarn about it. Okay, here's here's the thing. Right now, I I've done my entire. You know how you've got a month to read four articles or some shit. Uh huh. So I'm going to send it through to you because I know you'll be able to read it. Because I can't read it. I must have read like I I don't know some of the fucking kissing up that Danny Widler did to to uh, Sonny Bill Williams at some point, so I can't actually read this article, but uh, the headline caught my eye. I thought you might have... Um, you've been reading all of the Rebecca Judd articles. Does she do articles? No, no, people just talk about her going to, going to the groceries and what she had for dinner. Okay. <laughs> all right, people. Disrespectful. Tiger's boss has not kissed and made up with Cleary. And my first thought was... Oh, the Tigers playing Penrith this week. <laughs> yes, they are. And the article says, West Tigers Chief Executive Justin Potato has revealed he has still not spoken to Ivan Cleary since he, in quotation marks, disrespected the club by walking out to coach his son at Penrith. Um, it's you know, been more than 18 months since Cleary departed the Tigers for the Panthers, but there's still plenty of emotion existing between the Western Sydney clubs as they plan to lock horns again on Saturday night. There is? <sighs> Right. Um, let's just start with this, okay? If you're Ivan Cleary, do you want to kiss a potato? Of course you fucking don't. No, no. I, you know, we're recording this at 12.30am, and I know somewhere in the Penrith district, Ivan Cleary's lying in bed, and he's just looking at the roof going, man, I'm just so unhappy with how things are going right now. I really wish I could have sorted things out at the Tigers. Ah, oh, damn it. I wish Potato would have would call... <laughs> He's got my number. Why won't he call? Why won't he call? Let me just check my phone and see if he's texted me. No, nah, he hasn't texted me. I'll just look. Uh, let me see now. Hang on a second. No, nah, it still hasn't texted me. Maybe he's on. You know, maybe it's on Twitter. Let me just check my DMs. And then, nah. no, oh, I haven't got open DMs. He probably doesn't follow me. Let me just get open DMs going there. Let me check. Still nothing. Is it on WhatsApp? Wait a minute. What's happening on TikTok? Ah, oh, there's my boy. <laughs> Baby's on OnlyFans. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I hope not. And then he goes, oh, there's my boy. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you didn't get that from Data. 
<laughs> um, God, this is garbage. Um, if so, this pretty much says that Justin Potato has spoken to the media about this, yeah, and he's still sooking like a fucking bitch over it. Um, yeah. Justin, word of advice, mate. Shut the fuck up. Move on. It's probably not a real good time to bring this up when the Tigers are not in a real good place right now. Playing shit. Yeah, and the Panthers are in the complete opposite place Mm -hmm. and they're about to play each other. And there's no real, like, there's nothing from the Panthers' side. Like, it's not like the Panthers have anything against the Tigers in any way, shape, or form. And so to give them some sort of motivation, like, what is he doing? It reminds me, remember when Andrew Chalmers, who used to run the New Zealand Rugby League, said that the Australian Rugby League team looked vulnerable, and then Australia went and scored, like, 56 (laughs) points or something on New Zealand soil? Yeah. 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 We're going to have to do a live live show for this game now, more more than ever. I'm up for it. I'm up for it. Um, And Ivan, if you're listening, and... The Penrith, Penrith gets out to an expected win and a comfortable one. Please, I beg of you, blow kisses to everyone you can see in the stand there. And when the camera pans to the coach's box, put up a little sign that says, Hi, Justin, fuck you. You know just, it would be. Just rub that salt in that wound because you've got, you, you're just living in his head for rent free at the moment. You know it would be even better if he holds up a sign that says, Justin, I forgive you. Or just, I love potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> he goes down and sits on the sideline. Like, it's 10 minutes into the second half. The Panthers are up by, I don't know, 40 or something. And he just starts eating fucking potatoes out of a sack. <laughs> just raw ones. Raw. They just unpeeled everything. Just just everything he does. Every time yeah. the camera pans, he then have, you know, a packet of Smith's crisps. And he's just eating the original flavored ones. He's wearing... You know, he's, and wearing... he's making... He's making sure he's eating the original ones because they're salty. And I, the thing I want to see him, I, I want him to put on sunglasses. And I know the game's at night, but I still want him to do it just yeah, to be a huge bag. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm just sitting there chewing on hot chips with a bit of sauce. Oh, yeah. Just constant. Every time he's there, he's just eating another potato product. Potato I, would go, I would go as far as to say I wouldn't be upset if... He breaks COVID protocol and just starts going around the, the sidelines to all the fans, just high-fiving them, you know. Two weeks out, we'll see how they go without him, super coach. But he's just high-fiving everyone, $20,000 fine coming up, and he doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Also, um, if you're up in the coach's box, Ivan, get a few pot plants in there mm. just, to, just to show um, the biggest pot plant of all, Justin Potato. That you are comfortable sitting in a room with pot with pot plants, because that will just make Justin Potato really jealous. Well, he's already got Trent Barrett next to him, so I would I wouldn't say he's a pot plant. He's a well, bit more of a doorknob. Yeah, with dreamy eyes. With dreamy eyes, he's got that going for him. I'll give him that. <laughs> um, which does lead me very quickly on because we didn't know what we we're going to talk about here. Um, Trent Barrett's gone inside Blake Green for the Bulldogs next year. Yeah, he did it apparently before he absolutely blew the fuck out of his 33-year-old knee. 
that, um, makes, that makes the signing somehow better. I, yeah, I, I don't understand that because, like, the Warriors went and told Blake Green a couple of weeks ago, Blake, we don't want you next year. And then Blake stormed his way up the M1, I guess, up to Newcastle, um, did nothing, blew out his knee. And but lucky for him, Trent Barrett had signed him to be a replacement for, for foreign. And I've got to say, if he's a replacement for foreign, he's doing it exactly as foreign would. Yeah, I, the first thing I thought when this happened was, went if I'm the Bulldogs and my two options are foreign or green, I'm sticking with foreign. I think I would too, because at least when he's on the field, there's a there's a fair chance you're going to get a win. Yeah. I don't think that Blake Green's the match winner that I'd be signing to be in the halves. No, I think he's garbage. Like, there's so many people have said to me, oh, he, play, he was playing good. It was like, when? Uh, I, I'd, I don't know. He's, he's Jeff Robson, 2.0. He really is. That's the best way to put him. It, that's exactly where to put him. I think that he is a little bit more... He's a little. He's not going to do anything that's going to screw you up. No, no, he's not going to. He's not going to do anything to cost you a game of footy. No. Okay. Yeah. But he's also not going to do anything to win your game of footy. Yeah, that's um, a very good way to put it. You know, you'll probably get one, maybe two men of the match performances out of him every year. Mm-hmm. That'll be it. Um, he's got a pretty decent kicking game. That's you know, and it's been getting really, really bad. Like, let's yeah. face it. Yeah. Um, I, I always think that when you've got, like, you've got a team like the Warriors and people saying, oh, he's the guy that sort of holds their playmaking together. And then he leaves and you got, like, a youngster comes in and they actually get better. I always think that's a that's a pretty big red flag. Yeah. Um, something else in this article. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're now going to get into Tigers bashing now, so fuck it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's been been reports that the Tigers only have three hundred thousand dollars to spend in the cap next year, but Potato said that's completely wrong. Um, while he could not confirm the amount, it's understood the Tigers have just north of a million dollars available for twenty twenty one. So how come the media, on one hand, have been repeating reports? They're the words of the City Morning Herald that they only have three hundred thousand dollars, but also saying that it's understood the Tigers have just north of a million dollars. Yeah, it's a big discrepancy, isn't it? Make up your mind, media. Is yeah. it three hundred grand or a million? You're running two fucking arguments here. It's got to be closer to a million. I mean, if you think about what they wanted to offer Latrell Mitchell last year, and I know some of that money was taken up, but you would think that it's it's got to be close to a million. I, I think it, it'd have to be close to a million, um, like, especially it, when you it, consider that you got... Um, Chris Lawrence is retiring. I mean, he wasn't on huge coin. He took a pay cut his last deal, which was for a year. Um, Benji's retiring as well. I mean, between those two, um, it'd be close to four hundred grand freed up there. Mm-hmm. So, if they've got if they've got three hundred grand at the moment free, yeah, and you take those two retirements out of it, I mean, you've almost got seven hundred grand there. Um, yeah. And there's surely, surely going to be a few more players off contract. So it's going to be close to a million. Um, but there's another quote in here. It's from Moses and Bai. Okay. And, um, you mean your captain? 
I'm sorry. That was that was very cruel. I'm sorry, Andrew. That, that was harsh. I know. I'm sorry. That was harsh. But yeah, that prick. Um, he <laughs> was suggesting that um, all big earners at struggling clubs will forever be in the firing line. Yeah, that's what the money's for. Well, this is the thing. If the if the highest earning players were earning their wage, they wouldn't be at a struggling club. Well, how about this, right? You think about this. One of the biggest deals in rugby league history was the deal that Jason Tomalolo signed, right? 10 years. It was basically a lifetime contract, 10 years, mm-hmm. million bucks a year. Nobody's talking about how much money he's earned and while the Cowboys struggle. Not one person. Nope. But they're talking about Moses and Bai because he is earning nearly a million dollars and he's not the best player in the Tigers' side at any single position on the field. And he's he's a reserve grader. He somehow managed to get away to secure his place in the team by somehow being made captain. Because yeah. that's the only reason why I can see he still gets picked, is for some reason he got made captain. That and how much he earns. These coaches don't like dropping guys that are on big coin. Uh, yeah, they've got Packer, this bloke, um, and Reynolds. They're the three who are on massive money at that club. And mm-hmm. between the three of them, they're on over $2 million. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money on players who have barely played for much of their careers at the Tigers. A lot of money. Still, I think it's very disrespectful what Ivan Cleary did. The the leaving to be with his son? Yeah. Or the, or the not kissing and making up? Because, I mean, he did blow kisses. All of it. All Potato, of it. Potato could assume that those kisses he blew were for him. Yeah. Well, everything seems to be about Potato. Maybe Ivan should come out and say, those kisses I did blow were for you, Justin. I wonder how Justin Potato would take that. Because that would, that would just rub salt in the wound. But, you know, Potato might think, oh, well, that's nice. Imagine if they just left, like, 150 kilos of salt in the back room of the change rooms. <laughs> is, is this game at Penrith? Uh, I feel like it is. I oh. might be wrong. Let's see. You know what I'd do? I just I just put a I just put a table you know, a, a whole table full of sacks of salt containers in the middle of the drenching room for the Tigers. <laughs> yeah, it's a Penrith Woody Stadium. Oh there you go. I'd be definitely doing that. Yeah. Oh, there's so many possibilities. I hope they do them all. Like Ivan Cleary, I feel like normally wouldn't be the sort of dude to do that. I would be if they get up to a big lead early on. I wouldn't be shocked if he's on the sidelines at about the 60th minute, just, you know, smiling and shit. <laughs> you know what I'd like to see? I mm. reckon the biggest the biggest um, bitch move ever uh-huh. is that Panthers get out to a lead and after about, you know, after about 60 minutes, um, Ivan Cleary just goes home. Yeah. <laughs> 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 these these players don't even need me to coach them. They can beat this team whenever the fuck they want, however the hell they like. They don't need me. That would See be ya. that would I'm be done. the most gangster move ever, wouldn't it? <laughs> if like the assistant coach comes out and he's at the press conference and he says, "Man, Ivan went home like forty five minutes into the match. He said he's, he'd already done his job." <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> when it comes to the post-match press, they said, where's Ivan? They went, oh, he's on the phone here. Yeah. And put him on, and he's just on Skype, and he's got the video on, and he's just sitting back in his, in his grand recliner at home with a beer in his hand watching the game on TV. Yeah. He does his presser from there. Or even better, he's like, he's, he's like, oh, I was just catching up on, on the end of Iron Chef on a, a fucking SBS. I love this fucking show. It's really good. <laughs> you know, the food puts up a bigger fight than the Tigers did tonight. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> oh, this, this needs to happen. Come on, Ivan. Come on, Ivan. Go down to them sidelines, son, and glasses, sunglasses. Yeah. And then actually do do the sideline interview with the with the uh, team at Fox Sports mm. on the hour mark and mm. just say um, thanks for the chat. I'm actually going to go home now. See ya. <laughs> and that way they'll actually follow him as he goes out the car park to his car. Yeah, that'd yeah. be awesome. And what type just... car do you reckon Ivan Cleary drives? Oh, Bentley. <laughs> Bentley. <laughs> oh shit! That's what all the rich people are on, aren't they? Yeah, you think oh. so. He'd have I, one of those $400,000 Mercedes that James Hooper likes jumping on. I mean, yeah, talking about. I, I do feel as though he would have a really nice car. I wonder what sort of car his son has. Oh, Nathan doesn't have a car. He's got a booster seat in the back of his old man's car, hasn't he? <laughs> he's got, what if his dad has like a, like a murdered Kia Carnival and in the back is a booster <laughs> seat for fucking Nathan? <laughs> Actually, what I'd like to see is Ivan's just got one of those old Holden Kingswood Utes. It's just got the bench seat in the front. <laughs> it's just him and Nathan in the front, and sometimes you know his mum's on the other side, and Nathan's just sitting in the middle. Yeah, I'm, I, I like that. And and fucking Nathan just sits between the two of them playing Fortnite on his phone in between making TikToks. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's got to be brilliant. Oh, man. It's going to be a good game. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> I am more than... I'm actually looking forward to just seeing what happens at the coach's box more than anything. Yeah, same here. It's, you know, it's one of those games like, if Penrith plays okay, they should win by a, a fair margin. If they turn it on, it could be absolutely anything. And I, I, I feel as though it's one of these games where things could really, like, properly... You know how there's some games where a bad team just falls apart and that's the end of their year. I feel like this might be the game for the Tigers. Yeah, I, I think they probably had that a few weeks ago, to be honest. Um, I think the Tigers should be should be competitive in this purely because Kikau's not there. Yeah, so well, that's massive, that, yeah. We saw um, earlier in the year when Kikau didn't play how it impacted the, the Panthers' attack a fair bit because mm-hmm. a lot of their attack comes off the back of the work he does both on the ball and off the ball. Yeah, just as a threat even. Yeah. yeah. Um, and because he started roving a bit more into the middle, it's really opened up the Panthers' attack across the field. Mm-hmm. And because that impact's not there at the moment, um, that will... It's not going to help the Tigers win, in my opinion, but it's going to help them stay in the game and stay within touch with Penrith for at least an hour of the game. They're what? not going to win. They're, they're not even going to get close to winning. But you know, no. I think I think after an hour it could be something like twenty two twelve or something like that to Penrith. And so there'll be that opportunity. Yeah. The Tigers could still get be in the match and could still win, but yeah, I still think the Penrith will run away with it in the final twenty. Yeah, that's, that seems that's my thoughts. Yeah. I, I, I think it's 
I think that that's the low end of the scale I'd like to see from Penrith. Like if they if they had a win like that, I'd be like that. You know, some games they can't all be like superstar games. Some games you just got to put the two points away. Um, and it's look, I can't believe I'm saying this about Penrith. Like it's the most unPenrith shit I've ever said. Normally it's like, oh, you know, are we going to lose the next four games in a row? But um, yeah, I I I think that it's the sort of game where they they need to put in a solid performance and. But if they hook it up, it, it could get a bit, a bit rough for the Tigers. The biggest risk that the Panthers are going to have is going to come from Luciano Lailua. Because he's yeah. been killing it uh, out on the edge there this year. And thing is, he's been parked out on the edge. Mm-hmm. So those young centres that the uh, that the Panthers have got, they're going to get targeted a fair bit by, by uh, Lailua. He's been a great signing. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Unbelievable. I remember being pretty happy with it too at the start of the year. A lot of people were thinking that he was fat and lazy and slow and useless. And I just said, no, you can't have that frame and be good and be poor. Also, I mean, he managed to force his way onto a bench in a very strong Dragons pack. And they had a lot of good depth there as well. Yeah, and I always liked him when he was playing for the Dragons. I don't want to sound like Phil Gould saying, I always knew this was going to happen. But when it, whenever he was playing for the Dragons, and it was a little bit sporadic because they did have that depth, but I just liked what I saw out of him. And I think that what we're seeing this year out of him is those best performances that he had at the Dragons, he's done that, but he's done it consistently. And yeah, yeah just one of the best signings in the whole NRL, I think. Definitely. Definitely up there. Um, he's dropped a few kilos, not mm. not many, but enough to make him just that little bit faster off the mm-hmm. line. Um, and look, all I lures are absolute powerhouse runners. Yeah, put the ball in their hands and just say, look, just hang on to it and just try and run over as many humans as you can. Mm-hmm. And they do that really well. When yeah. they try and pass the ball, that's when you go. Ugh. But he he doesn't have that um, brain Bro- explosion no. sort of thing as his brother does either. So that's, that's a right. good thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that that's probably the only area that the Panthers need to worry about, and I dare say that's that's pretty much what they're going to be focusing heavily on is trying to. You, you you can't really shut down players like that in the form they're in. All you can do is try and minimise their impact. Mm-hmm. So the best thing to do there is to gang up on the either side of him so that he doesn't have any offload options, and then just try and get two defenders to slow him down. Yeah, I think. Look, the other thing I think to watch for in this game, I wouldn't be shocked if they line Liam Martin up on Benji Marshall all night. Like, I wouldn't yeah. be shocked if they say to Martin, look, go looking for him. You know, yeah. don't stay on one side of the field. Because, um, I mean, that's that's just... If I'm the Tigers, that's the last thing I want. And it would have been kick-out. But it, without kick-out there, I think Martin's the guy who... You know, he's a, he's a different sort of player, but he's just one of those players that looks really horrible to tackle. Like, you know, like Michael Hancock, he was just horrible for people to tackle. No one liked that when he was running at them. And yeah. I feel like Martin's like that, but as a forward. No, it's very true. Very true. Um, yeah. He, and he's been in bloody good form too of late. Mm. Uh, was someone else there? There was talk that, um, well, yeah, Harry Grant's back for this game as well for the Tigers. Well, that's handy for them. I mean, they've they have desperately missed him. Um, Brian T- O is back. 
so he's on the wing. They actually moved Brent Naden into the centres and dropped Tyron May to the bench, which is cool. So it's uh, it's really good to see uh, Brian to O back. And uh, no Appy Coruscant either. Yeah, so, look, th- there's yeah. been a lot made of that. I think because he was missing earlier in the year as well. I think there'll be that he's he's he adds to definite uh, edge to their attack, but they go okay without him too. Yeah. Um. So, I'd say this is probably the most beatable Penrith could ever possibly be if they're up against a top three or four team. Mm-hmm. They're not. <laughs> and I've said it before, the Tigers are not a top nine team this year. That's why you're an expert. So I'm an expert. <laughs> I, I okay. guarantee you, I, I'll, I'll say this, I guarantee you the Tigers will not finish ninth this year. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it. I, it's nice to see Elijah Taylor back on the bench for the Tigers, isn't it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe he's still playing. I can't believe we ever signed him. I know. Oh, oh. when you signed him, I was like, I was like, oh man, that's one of those signings. Oh, no, no, uh, no disrespect to Elijah. He tries hard, but he's just a defensive player. Yeah, he offers nothing in attack. Yeah, he's he's not a threat with the ball in hand, um, and he's played too many games at the Tigers as a hooker, which is just stupid. You know, it's crazy. I'm looking at the Panthers site. The 18th, 19th, 20th, 21st first players they've got. Like 18, Dane Laurie, who he's going to be great at some club. He's going to pick him up. Reserve number 19, Kurt Capewell. Reserve number 20, Matt Burton. Like, they've got so much depth. It's crazy. Yeah, but I mean, what about, you know, number 20 for the Tigers, Josh Reynolds? That is pretty handy. Um, Chris Lawrence there, an 18th spot. Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh, God. So they've got Moses and Byte centre, and um, he's going to be up against Brett Naden. Fuck me, that's a mismatch. Cause yeah, that, M- that could... Mbai can't read defences, and Naden just runs through defences. Yeah, like... That and, could be really, really bad. Like, like Naden is is one of those dudes that he's athletic, but he's also strong. Yeah, and that's that could be really bad all night for them. And outside Moses is uh, Moses and by is Tommy Talao, who is a very, very strong runner of the ball, got a bit of pace about him, mm. but his hands can let him down. Yeah, like, he's, he's, he's got he's a good, drop in him. He's good for one or two drops every game, yeah. and he's going to be up against Josh Mansour. Yeah, Mansour, Mansour is playing really well. And mm-hmm. you could see in a lot of the interviews he did last week, like he was talking about how much he loves the club, what it's given him in his whole, for, to his life. And like you could just tell there's something about this Panthers team. And I don't know if it's because a lot of them come from the Penrith area, but they've got a real camaraderie you don't see very often. They kind of, they all look like they're really enjoying what they're doing together. Yeah. Well, that's because you've got a fair few players from the bush there too that all sort of come together at the same time as well. Yeah, yeah. 
There's, and there's I, a heap of bush players. There's a bunch of the Penrith local juniors. And then you get like a veteran like Mansoor who's been there for forever now. So it's, and as, uh, as we know, people from the country are just better humans. I'll agree with that. <laughs> um, I'll agree with that. Penrith's yeah, got, got a great track record with people from the bush as well. I mean, you think yeah. um, their greatest ever player is Nigel Plum. And he came from the Riverina. Didn't Roy Simmons come from the bush as well? That's right, yeah. Second greatest player ever, Roy Simmons. Yep. So, yeah, they've got a great record with it. They should just relocate Penrith to, like, Orange or something. Well, there's the... I think the Bathurst team is called the Panthers, isn't they? Aren't they? Yeah, they probably are. Yeah, they've rehearsed. Yeah, fuck, how many places are called Panthers? Uh, don't, even, don't even relocate them. Just, just have Bathurst made as, as an outer suburb of Penrith. Yeah. Well, I've always said the Panthers could could provide two NRL teams worth of players. We just about do. If you say you go through the the NRL though, and you look at the Panthers juniors that are through the league, you I reckon you could come up with two good teams. Oh, absolutely. I reckon we should do that maybe one day. A few a few um, years ago, you could have said the same thing about the Tigers. The Tigers had all these great juniors come through. They never they never put them in the team. They went and signed all these other old dickheads they didn't need. <laughs> I had some great juniors come through, and they let them go to all these other teams. Yeah, we we did that for a while too. To be fair, but that's a that's a chat that we've already had. Yeah, yeah, and one that we'll have in another episode. Yeah, so the there next you go. One. <laughs> we've managed to uh, wrap up. What well, yeah, get through what we're going to do and do a bit of a preview for um, the Thurgo and the Freak uh, live. Yeah, live well, episode. Live, live episode. This was a Saturday. Saturday, 7.30pm. Yeah, check us out. Yeah. That'll be up on our YouTube. It'll be good fun. I'm looking forward to Get over there. You can join in on the conversation in the chat there, and we'll be able to see what you're saying there and um, give a shout-out in there. Don't forget, you can also go onto your your podcast listening um, site, app, whatever you want to call them, and give us a uh, review in there and a five-star rating. That'll be fantastic. We'll read those out as well. And uh, give us a follow on... Twitter and on Instagram at Fergo Freak Pod. Check us out on LinkedIn and Facebook as well. And of course, our own website, FergoOnTheFreak.com. Yeah, go on, gangbusters. Everyone's loving it. So many new features. Beautiful. Check out all the bells and whistles. Yeah. And of course, thanks to our sponsors, Manscaped. Manscaped. For when you want a scrote that's smoother than the top of a billiard table, you know? Or a billiard ball, even. A billiard ball, yeah. Because you, you, you want them balls sinking into the pocket. You know what I'm talking about. Exactly, exactly. Um, and on that note, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Bit of a quick episode. And we'll catch you all on the weekend.